There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. She's like, fly, baby bird, fly. <laughs> Flap your wings and leave the nest. <laughs> and you're out there. Motherfucker, flap, flap, flap. <laughs> Welcome to this week's episode of Take It or Leave It. I'm your host, Meredith Masony. And I'm your other host, Tiffany Jenkins. This podcast will discuss all things marriage, motherhood, and everything in between. Please remember, we're not professionals at anything you may actually need, so any advice we give you, you can take. Or leave, because it might be crap. Oh, what On- was that? It's the dog. We're gonna... You know what, Katie, why don't, why don't you put her inside the kennel? And see if we can get her to quiet down. She's um a little needy. Same. Mm-hmm. So I um, have I have several things that we can discuss on the podcast. Okay, love it. Um, couple of things that we could start with that could be homework for next time. Okay. <gasps> Hold on, I just got a text message. Is it? Damn it. <sighs> Not about energy drinks, is it? No, that's okay. Go ahead. Homework. I hate it. Yeah. But let's do it. So I know that you don't watch the shows that I watch, but would you be willing to watch season six of Love is Blind? Yes, I would. Because it is the most fucked up thing that I have seen in a long time. For real? It is insane. I am putting on record that I believe that Love is Blind season six is the season that will prove 100% that love is not blind. Because of Megan Fox, girl? Well, not just because of her, but I think that in general, the couples who quote unquote chose each other I don't think a single one is going to say yes at the altar. Oh, it's still ongoing. Oh, it just dropped. So they dropped the first six episodes, which we watched in one night, Matias and I. Then yesterday they dropped three more, sat and watched those. Next week they'll drop another three, I think. Oh, so they don't do it all at once. No. So if you start now, you only have to get through nine episodes by next week. Yeah, well, I'll do it. Technically, when's the yeah. podcast? You might have to you might have to get through twelve. Your homework it, is very extreme, just so you know, all the time. You're like, I need you to watch forty eight hours of footage by tomorrow. <laughs> no, you have a full week to get through all the current Love is Blind season six episodes. I've watched a lot of the clips. Listen, 
It is, and I've seen every season, and you know that I'm a junkie when it comes to these types of shows. Yeah. But this shit is like out of this world insane, totally whacked out. But can it be like that insane if it's an edited reality show? Like that's my thing is you can make anything look insane. I made myself look insane in a video once um, unintentionally, but <laughs> subconsciously. I think that I th- I truly think that it is just the most fucked up of the seasons. So I'm just saying we could, if you watch it, we will start about tonight. It. I'll start tonight. All right. The other thing that I thought, and we don't have to watch this this week, obviously, because I've just given you a lot of homework. But next time, have you seen the latest Casey Anthony docuseries on, I want to say, Peacock? I have not. Okay. If you have any interest in that, there is a new docuseries on Peacock about Casey Anthony, and I thought we could do that one as well for future. Okay. I will for your sake. Okay. But I don't really care about the lady. You I don't didn't... like her. Well, I don't think she has a fan club. I I don't have strong opinions about a lot of things, but like I have strong opinions about her. Does the documentary change our perception or I we- I haven't seen it. Somebody told me, somebody emailed me and they were like, "Listen, I've been fo- I've been a podcast listener for years." I want you guys to watch this and tell me your thoughts. Oh, well, that's all you had to say is it was one of our podcast listeners. So I was like, sure, I'll bring it up to Tiffany on Thursday and we'll we'll nail it down. Yeah, I didn't know it was somebody who knew us yeah. saying that. So I got you, whoever you are. Let's right. do it. Good. Next. I have secured the Megalodon tooth. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> what? what? I have. It is not in my possession, but I do. I have secured the <laughs> megalodon tooth, and it is going to be shipped directly to your home. Shut your mouth. So the best part of the story is, as the bartering negotiation deal was going on for said megalodon tooth, which, if you didn't know, there's apparently a black market for everything. <laughs> I, it's so sketchy. This story already is so sketchy. No, the sweetest thing is these are podcast followers. Oh. They love us. The husband is the Megalon Duth and Megalon. No, <laughs> what'd hus- you call him? That's so rude. The husband is the Megalodon Tooth enthusiast who collects. And the wife is the podcast supporter. Go figure. And so he said, I said to her, can you please let me know how much it costs? Because I'd like to buy it for Chloe for her birthday. And then I'll have it shipped to you. Just let me know. And that way I can see if I can afford it. And she emailed back and said, my husband said that you guys have given me so much joy from listening to your podcast for years for free that we're going to gift the tooth to you. Son of a biscuit, dude. It's too early to be all up in my feelings. Is that, isn't that beautiful? Are it's, you cry? Are you gonna yes, cry? Of course I'm crying, Meredith. Do you know who I am? That's all I do. That's so sweet. That's so, so sweet. 
So I am going to email her back and just say, I am going to humbly and graciously accept this gift because it's going to make a little girl so happy. So I'm going to give her it. Are you cool with me giving her your address to send it? Or do you want me to give her my address and I'll take, I'll take possession and then send it. Okay. Or hear me out. Not that I'm inviting myself over. My kids don't ask me to go anywhere ever. The only place they ever ask me to go is to visit you. Yeah. And it's so cute and makes me so happy. So what if, I mean, I'm happy to record her reaction because I already know that it's going to be ridiculous. But I also think if we ever made a plan, you know, in the near future to get together again, that we Jeez. you could be the one to give it to her since it's from you. It would mean so much. Do you want to bring them when you come for? No, because I think that would get kind of in the way of okay. things. Okay. And and I feel like it's going to be already like stressful enough for you just because you're going to be in business mode, which I know myself when I'm in business mode. Okay, fair. So then that so then what I'll do is I will procure the megalodon tooth. Can you stop saying it like it's a <laughs> diamond from the <laughs> freaking no, the so mummy? Much, it's so much more fun that way. Oh my god, it is. That's so sweet. Just I mean, it's so sweet to me that first of all, you're even like doing recon for this. Um, and second of all, that the husband, I don't know much about these teeth. Uh, I know that the replica was quite pricey, so I can only imagine how expensive like a real one is. Look, Uh, I just, all I have to say is it really reaffirms your faith in good people being in the world when those types of messages hit the inbox, you know? I was crying before you even said that about because I had a feeling that's where you're going because of the way you were talking that she was going to try to say some crazy stuff like we don't have to pay for it and I start crying before you even got the sentence out it's so sweet it is. it's so sweet and I, I I I like what you said about humbly accepting it obviously I would love to do something for this family <laughs> whether it be you know for her anyway he doesn't give a shit but like I don't know maybe we send her like a thank you letter or you know, yeah, we'll something. come. We'll come up with something, but I'll get I'll get my hands on it, and then we'll make a plan. That's so random and crazy, and I'm fully aware that Chloe's gonna take one look at this thing and be like, "Fucking mom, mm-hmm. what is this bullshit?" And throw <laughs> the fake one at my face and be like, "Get it out of my sight!" Like I can't believe you ever thought I would fall for this. Uh, oh. But she sleeps with it. She snuggles with it. She does, dude. I'm not kidding. She snuggles it every night. It's the little precious megalodon tooth. It's very interesting. But I try not to judge. You know, I mean, I've snuggled more hideous things in my life. No, I think it's. I think it's great. So it was just a really nice. It was one of those heartwarming, you know, stories. So I thought it was. I thought it was great. So it is really sweet. I will you tell me their name off air so that I can thank them somehow. Yeah, well, I will. I'll I'll take care of all of that. I'll I'll do that on the. Okay. I'll do that. Oh, that's so cool. She's gonna freak out. It's so random. Mm. Isn't it though? You just never know who who's out there listening, and what's going on. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's cool. It's really. It really is cool. So, yesterday, man, I had a day yesterday. So yesterday, 
I'm, I'm taking the dogs outside and I'm checking my email and I see a bill Ew. from my OBGYN's office okay. and I open it and it's for $986 and I freak out and I'm like, what the fuck? See, that's why I don't open them. And I looked at it and it said in the notes, um, bill for whatever the fancy term was for removing an ovary. And I was like, that, that's not right. I went to the hospital on the day of the surgery. I paid the hospital my full deductible amount, which was several thousand dollars, several thousands of dollars mm. on a credit card because they said they would not do the surgery if I did not pay my full health deductible that day. So I had to go over to Dave and I was like, do we have a credit card with this amount of money on it? And he's like, well, it's going to be close. Try this one and then try this one. Right. <laughs> and so they swipe it and they're like, okay, you're good to go. So I was like, okay, this really sucks. But at least I know now that for the rest of the year, I've hit my health deductible. I won't get any more bills. And right. I just have to make payments on my credit card for this bill. Right. So I swear to God, they barely let the stitches heal. Right. And you're starting to get these other bills. And I, yeah. so I call blue cross and I'm like, Hey, what the fuck? I paid, I met my deductible. Why am I still getting bills from the OBGYN for the same service that I paid for when I shouldn't be getting any bills after what? I don't know, Katie, an hour on the phone. It felt like a solid hour on the phone the woman kept giving me the same answer that made zero sense. I said, listen to me. I am not trying to be rude to you. I do not want to raise my voice and yell at you, but the words coming out of your mouth make zero sense. And I need you to transfer me to somebody who can explain to me a moron why I'm getting bills. Damn. So, so this other, I get transferred to this other guy and he's like, listen, with your policy, you have a, health deductible and an out-of-pocket deductible. So your health deductible is this many thousands of dollars. Your out-of-pocket deductible is an additional $3,000 on top of what you've already spent. You're kidding me. I'm dude. not kidding you. He said, you have three outstanding bills. I hadn't even gotten the other ones yet. That you have to pay. He goes, but good news, <laughs> fucking dick bag. Good news, you have now met your full complete deductible. So any work you have done this year is covered at 100%. You won't pay a copay, you won't pay anything. So I said, so you're telling me if I break my leg, God forbid, it's covered 100%. Yes. You're telling me if I need another surgery, I go to the hospital, I pay zero. Yes. So I said, okay. So I sat and I stewed with that information for a little while. Right. I went on a live on Facebook at my, you know, in the afternoon, like I normally do. And I told the story and I was like, listen, I need you guys to give me a list of surgeries I could have this year. Because <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking Blue Cross Blue Shield to the motherfucking clean. Yes, bitch. What? So I said, Tell give me a list. Tell me everything you think I should have operated. I said, I will warn you, 
and say, I only have two organs left that I don't need to survive, which is a left ovary and an appendix. Oh, I said, my God. what else could I have done? Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. So we start listing things off. I was like, I broke my nose in high school. I have a deviated septum. Maybe I can get an ENT to cover that. I oh, had yeah. this, blah, 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 maybe that. So later that day, I shit you not. I'm dying. I shit you not. I get back on the phone with Blue Cross and Blue Shield because I have this light bulb moment, right? So I get on the phone and Chris with a K answers my call. Hi, welcome to Blue Cross and Blue Shield. How may I help you today? I said, Chris with a K. <laughs> no, you didn't, dude. <laughs> no, she you told didn't. me her name, so I wanted to get personal with her. I said, Chris with a K. I have currently Jesus. met my in and out of pocket deductible. As a result of that, I'm going to be very honest with you. She said, may I remind you, you are on a recorded line. I said, I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I said, Chris with a K, I don't give a fuck. I said, here's what I'm planning to do. Okay. I said, I am planning to have as many surgeries, procedures, tests that I possibly can between now and December 31st. She said, all right, hit me. Tell me what you got. I said, okay. I said, she said, this is what I can do for you. You tell me what ailment you have. And I will send you a list of doctors in network who you can go see to get this procedure done. I said, all right, let's go, bitch. Let's go. And so I start getting amped up, right? And so she's like, where do you want to start? I said, look, I got this hip pain, okay? It goes to my back. It travels to my ass. I'm not sure what it is. It's hurt for years. I want physical therapy. She said, done. I'm going to send you a list of all the providers in your area. You get 35 visits between now and the end of the year. And it's covered free. Shut up. He goes, is there anything else I can help you with? I said, yes. My right kidney hurts sometimes and it causes bladder pain. She goes, that's nephrology. Hold on. Let me get you set up. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Sends me a list of kidney doctors. She goes, will that be all for today? I said, Chris with a K, bitch, I got problems. I need a dermatologist. She goes, what's wrong? I said, I got perioral dermatitis. She said, hold on. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. She sends me a list of dermatologists in my area. She said, will that be all? I said, Chris, I need you to calm down and understand that I have a lot of problems. Okay. (laughs) I said, 
said, I cannot breathe out of my left nostril due to a deviated septum. Hold on. ENT. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. Oh, my God. She sends me a list. She goes, I'm assuming that will be all. I said, Chris, I asked you to calm down. Yeah, what an attitude, Chris. Mind your business. <laughs> I said, I have bunions. <laughs> Stop it. You do not have bunions, dude. I have two bunions. No. I said, Chris, I'd like a podiatrist. I also sometimes have ingrown toenails. She said, hold on, please. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop, boop. <laughs> she sends me a list for a podiatrist. This goes on for another 12, 15 minutes. I'm so jealous. She sent me like 18 referral lists with physicians. I got home. I started calling, making appointments with everybody and anybody that would see me. I said, do you guys have those full body scans that Kim Kardashian said? Yeah, yeah. She goes, no, no, we don't do that. She goes, but she goes, you know, you can get an MRI and a CT scan. You just have to have a doctor order it. So do you have any reasons for that? I said, oh, Chris, I got plenty of reasons. I said, wait, Chris, I got one more. She goes, Ma'am, I feel so sorry for you. What else could possibly be wrong with you? I said, look, I have these lady lumps. I said, they're in my armpit. I said, long story short, I was breastfeeding 17 years ago. (laughs) The milk flew back up into my armpit, causing lumps. They're painful, Chris. They hurt. They're very large, and they're all inside my armpit. Who would I see for that? She goes, you need a general surgeon. Hold on. Beep, boop, beep, boop, beep, an exorcist. She sent me lists of general surgeons to remove my lady lumps. So in this, the year of our Lord, 2024. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to have my lady lumps removed, my bunions corrected. I'm going to get some kidney scans. I'm going to do some physical therapy. Okay. I'm going to get my perioral dermatitis under control. And I am going to be a brand new human by the time we reach 2025. Maybe a nose job. I don't know. I don't know. I am so happy for you. What? Do I have one of those? A deductible? Oh, my God. Yes, everybody has a deductible. The problem is I'm going to be paying off that deductible for the next 12 months on my credit card. Oh, okay, 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 okay. On top of the payment, I have to pay to Blue Cross every month. So, but I told Dave, I was like, listen, if right now it's covered at 100%, I'm not fucking around. I am going to make a doctor's appointment every week to every specialist I can think of. And I'm just going to go in and be like, my left pinky, it does this weird twitch. What do we got? Like, I don't care. I have given them so much money. I am going to make Every, I'm going to make every appointment. I'm so happy for you, Meredith. Look, I, this lady was so funny. I said, Chris with a K, is there any way I can? And I know, and I know that every single time you referenced her during that conversation, it wasn't a yes, ma'am. I know it was Chris with a K to her face repeatedly. yeah. Yeah. I said, Chris with a K, can I have your extension? She said, no, no. I said, why? Why is it got to be like that? She goes, we're not allowed to give out extensions." She said, but she said, we're not friends, bitch. Like- she, said, <laughs> she said, but I will tell you that if you call in and you specifically ask for Chris with a K last initial F, they can find me. 
And I said, oh, my God, you are the pot of gold at the end of the rainbow. Wow. You should have been like Chris with a K. Do you go, do you have anything you need? Don't yeah. <laughs> a little insurance fraud on the side. I got you. It was, it, I was so, I was, Tiffany, when I tell you that I was angry and seeing red after they informed me that I had an additional hidden deductible that I was unaware of. That hurts. I was fuming. Because I thought to myself, well, the surgery was a lot of money, but it was necessary. Did I tell you that I read the lab report finally after the surgery and that the types of cyst that I had growing in my ovary are 80% more likely to cause ovarian cancer than any other type of cyst? Are you fucking kidding me? No. And they were so like in denial about the fact that they even existed. And they, I read the report and it said that, and I Googled the type of cyst that I had and it said they are 80% more likely to cause ovarian cancer than any other type. So it's just, it proves. So we're suing. Yeah. Well, it just proves the fact that you have to go with your gut. You know your body better than anybody else. You're in it. You live it. If you truly believe Deep down well, in that gut that there is an issue, you need to you need to insist that a doctor listen. Agree. 100% agree. Follow-up question. Yeah. What if you're somebody who always believes in their gut that's, that this is it? This is going to be the thing that kills you. And then over and over again, they're like, no. And then you start second-guessing yourself every time you feel something. And you're like, I'm just imagining this or I'm exaggerating it or I'm freaking out for nothing. And then you don't even want to go because... You every time you leave, they're like everything is fine, but you are so sure. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna answer that question with information you don't want to hear. And that's gonna be if you give 30 or 60 days to clean eating and exercise and you <laughs> still have those problems, yeah. then I think that there is merit to be had, but I think that there could be issues to your health that are related to improper diet and lack of exercise. And I'm telling you that. I'm, I'm not talking about myself. Right. Okay. I'm talking about hypothetically, if there's people like me. Why are you taking the, the microphone cord and wrapping it around your neck right now? Because I've had it. This <laughs> nonsense. Terrible advice. Listen, it's, it's not terrible. terrible. I'm saying it with, with such an amount of love. I know. I, I hear it all the time with such an amount of love. <laughs> all right. Follow-up question. What if you're the kind of person who is an emotional eater and is alone and lacks self You know what? No, this isn't about me. No, I'm fine. I do have Dunkin' Donuts on the way, but that's neither here nor there. First of all, that's... I, I wish you could see my pantry. I, I ordered sprouts yesterday. <laughs> oh, Excuse nice. Me. And so it's all healthy stuff. Great. But during this conversation, the overwhelming addiction to food and coffee was so loud that I had to place an order during this conversation. But the good news is I go to my psychiatrist after this also. So I'm going to talk to her because ever since... Uh, I don't know if there's a correlation, but I have been like binge eating really, really bad, 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 bad. What do you More, think the correlation is? I think it's just because I stopped taking medicine. 
Mm, oh, 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 oh. Well, that makes sense. That does because the chemistry in your body's changed. Yeah. Yeah. And um, it's not that it suppressed my appetite by any means, um, but I, but maybe it did. It could, it, it could have, because there are plenty of medications that do that. Yeah. But maybe it did. And now it's just like, like through this whole episode, I'm looking at myself and I'm like, wow, dude, I can see my double chin coming back. Like it's the same shit all my life. I've always yo-yoed. Mm. So I know, you know, what phase I'm in when I'm in it. And I'm definitely like bloated and unhealthy and horrible, but me and my friend Haley and my friend Sierra are going to the gym later to sign up today. <laughs> so maybe that'll make a difference. LOL. Well, accountability buddies yeah. are the best thing when you're starting any new type of routine, whether it's healthy eating or exercise. Um, and it's kind of like your white flag app, which my, my white flag app. Well, I mean the one you talk about that you use. Yeah. I, I, because even though that's anonymous, it's still a potential accountability partner because you're throwing something out there and somebody else is reaching out to you and being like, Hey, yeah, there, done that. I understand what you're going through. So yeah. Yeah. And an accountability partner in this situation with like eating well and working out, you should, you'll know these people, but it really is a parallel line to the white flag app. Well, I've gone real life with a couple of people for, from white flag. Really? Yeah. And that was interesting. One of them had no clue who I was, thankfully. And the other person was a big fan of mine, which was cool also. Didn't make it weird. But I just um, made the decision not to give that person my phone number just because I'm still working on boundaries. Right. No, I think that's smart. But that's but, interesting. That's a big step for you. Yeah. Well, we were, we talked often. There was one lady who going through the divorce and shit was going through the same thing. And we talked a lot. And then that's the person who I was like, where do you live? And she said, Alabama. And I was like, Oh, I live in Florida. Da, 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 da. She's like, what? you know, it got talking about our jobs and shit. But I had talked to her for months before like telling her that. Um. Anyway, hold on. I just want to make sure that my neighbor isn't texting me because Okay, no problem. I ended up ordering Dunkin' Donuts. LOL. Thank you anyway. For nothing! <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, that's that's a big step for you. Because of how tight you keep your circle. Yeah. Yeah, and I um, I really do. I really do. People think I'm like rude or standoffish sometimes like there's rumors in the recovery community that I think I'm too good for people but really it's just like I just I'm comfortable where I'm comfortable and if somebody does not sit well with my soul or if we don't vibe or if it's like if I have to work to be in your presence then it's not my jam and I don't want to be in your presence like there's some people it just comes easily and naturally with and there are people who aren't like me at all, like you, for example, you know what I mean? We have a lot in common, but we mostly don't. Yeah. But our souls just vibe. Um, and it's not like that all the time with people. And I have a choice today who I allow in my circle and due to my trust issues, it's not very many people. But, but that's, that speaks to your maturity, how you've grown 
and how you know what you can and can't handle. Mm-hmm. And that's impressive. Thank you. So don't look at that as a negative thing. Of course, in no. any in any community, you're going to have people who are like, you know, what a piece of shit, you know, well, it's way too good for the rest of us. Or you think you're yeah. special, like everybody, I guarantee you, there are people who think that about me. I don't know what I would consider my, you know, like you're saying recovery. I don't know what I would consider. Right. Mine. The swingers, maybe. No, no, no. Maybe just mom, the mom community in general or whatever. Yeah. But I'm sure but there are people who think that about me, but. But I think for me, the reason it, I don't give a shit is because like, if they knew me, then they would know that it's like, I'm more uncomfortable with myself than anybody. Like I'm the least presumptuous hoity toity. You know what I'm saying? Like if they knew me, if they actually knew they'd be like, Oh, she doesn't think she's good at all. Mm. Like she doesn't even think she's good. Like not even worthy. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's not like I'm like, you're not allowed over because I'm an amazing, rich, famous author, speaker, influencer. It's like, no, you can't come over because if you come over, then you might get close to me. And if you get close to me, then you'll see that I'm actually not as amazing as you think I am. And I'm pretty fucked up. (laughs) Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Um, speaking of, did you see the video I put out, bitch? Are you so proud of me? I meant it. I did not. When was it? I didn't put it on Instagram. I put it on, uh, yesterday, maybe. On Facebook? Yeah, I put it on Facebook and I put it on TikTok. It's been weighing on my head, on my mind for a long time, and I finally just said it out loud. I haven't been on either in the past couple of days. I could just tell you about it if you want, because it's kind of long. It's a couple minutes. Or is it a message to my supporters? Yeah. Or we could play it here. Can you put it on the mic? Maybe we um, can play it here. Yes. One second. I'm sure a lot of you have heard it, and I apologize, but it was something that gives you any indication of how underqualified I am Hold on. to be any kind. My psychiatrist is going to be like, my psychiatrist is going to be like, okay. Everybody, I'm coming to you live from outside of my psychiatrist's office. Um, these eyelashes are from last night. So if that gives you any indication of how underqualified I am to be any kind of role model for anybody, then I don't even need to make this video. But I think some people are still <laughs> confused. Look at my psychiatrist is going to be like, okay. There was a point in my life as the owner, creator, CEO, person of Juggling the Jenkins where my biggest fear was losing followers because that meant I would lose everything. It isn't that the amount of followers equated to my worth. It's just that at one point in my career, I was writing and I was creating videos. People were watching them. And because people were watching them, it was generating income. And because that was able to move out of the house that we were renting and buy a house, I was able to get my first car. You know what I mean? Just so many blessings in my life come from 
all of you, my supporters. And so to me, the most important thing was making sure that I kept every single one of you happy because you've given me such a wonderful life. And all of that remains true. You've given me a wonderful life and I will always be grateful for it. However, I'm no longer as concerned about whether or not you choose to stay or leave. I'm not responsible for how you interpret things. I'm not responsible for your feelings and how you perceive me. And I lost myself trying to make sure that every single human on the planet perceived me exactly the way I intended. And I can't do it. It's impossible. And after all of the negative comments that I've received about how I've lost my spark and I'm not the same person and I've changed, I'm just going to say this once and for all. I didn't lose my spark. It was stolen. And I'm working really hard to reignite it. And that damn spark will never alight if I'm too busy making sure that everybody else's sparks aren't going out. It's not my job. I can't do it anymore, and I won't do it anymore. And that means that I give a lot less fucks. And that means that a lot more of you are not going to like me because I am not going to be fake nice anymore. I'm not going to try to cater to everybody anymore. I'm just, if I feel like there's something that I want to share on the internet, I'm going to share it. While having this opportunity has been the biggest blessing of my life, it's also cost me a lot of myself and who I truly am. And so I'm trying to figure out who that is, and I can't keep you happy in the meantime. So if you got a dip, I understand. I love you. Thank you so much for all the support. Many of the wonderful things in my life would not exist if it wasn't for you, and I will be eternally grateful, truly. To those of you who support me in every weird-ass chapter that I'm in, I friggin' love you, dude. I hope um, that you understand why I'm not going to be as people-pleasing going forward. Um, I hope that you can mentally prepare yourself for me <laughs> to make mistakes and uh, may, be an asshole. I'm probably going to be an asshole is what I'm trying to get at. I think I'm going to be a much bigger asshole this year and not on purpose, but I think that, that's it. You pretty know, much. Having boundaries and um, that's it pretty much giving less of a shit of what people think about me. It's going to come across as me being an asshole. And it's like that moment where a mom is so proud of her baby bird. She's like, fly, baby bird, fly. <laughs> Flap your wings and leave the nest. <laughs> Mama has done all she can feeding you the worms and grubs. <laughs> and you're out there, motherfucker, flap, flap, flap. <laughs> Oh my god. That oh my is god. so not anything you would have ever done in the past. Mm -mm. And I am here for <laughs> Tiffany 2024. Thanks, girl. I knew you would be. I oh. knew you would be. Gave me the little in my, <laughs> in my spine. I, I meant it, dude. I meant it. I meant it. And uh, I wasn't kidding. And I, it just, I don't know, dude. Doesn't it get to a point where, well, you've been there, haven't you? You've been uh -huh. at that point, I guess. Uh -huh. I just tore somebody up on a live the other day because they said something sideways. And I was like, look, fucking Lisa, let's throw hands. <laughs> but you know me. I know. I know my poor friend, Allison, who has been a supporter and friend of mine for years. She's probably in here. Like she's OG. We, I was doing a live with the other podcast and she's like, this is, this is a weird live. You guys are just following people on YouTube. And I just 
blacked out. And I'm like, then leave. You don't need to be here. Why are you watch it, bitch? Like I was so nasty and I didn't even know who it was or where it came from. And I've apologized a hundred times since because I really do love Allison. But I can't, I don't know, dude. I think um, for a long time, as you know, it was like, this is my livelihood. This is my job. You don't just walk into your corporate job and start saying, fuck you guys. Mm. You know what I mean? Like that would never fly. You'd get fired. And so I could never do that before. Customer service. I have to make sure everybody's happy. And most of my supporters were never like that. Mm -hmm. Most of my supporters love me no matter what I'm going through. But a lot of people are fair weather supporters. A lot of people are like, we only like you when you're making us laugh the way we want to laugh. When you're showing us the content that relates to what we have going on specifically so that we can relate to it. And if you're not doing that, then you're no good to me. And not only are you no good to me, but I'm going to tell you publicly about it so that you can read it with your own eyes and internalize it and Mm -hmm. cater your shit to make me happy. And that's what I was doing for fucking five years. And I just can't anymore, dude. And if I have to get another job, I'll get another job. If I have to go back to waitressing, I'll do it in a heartbeat. If I have to sell this house and move into a small home and just do that, I will. It's no longer my biggest fear. After having my world turned upside down, I can see now that like shit happens and that the American dream isn't the only dream. And it's not the only way I can be happy. Well, that, and, and I wouldn't say that uh, the American dream can just change. Yeah. And is that a, I, I just mean like, you know, house, husband, right, right, kids, right, 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 like right, right, all that yeah. shit. And I'm just saying that pivots, that changes, that morphs. Yes. And my so- dream would be to live in a reasonable house all on the same floor, uh, only one layer of home you know, maybe have more space around me as opposed to so many neighbors up my hole. Mm-hmm. Um, and really, I just want to be able to be present and not have to live like a puppet. I just want to do what the hell I want to do and what makes me happy. And that's it. I don't give a shit about the rest of it anymore. I really don't. The internet's changed. Everything's changed. I yeah. don't care. And so a lot of people have asked me, like I get the question all the time. People have big balls. Like they'll email me directly. Like, so when we sold our home, somebody like I had plenty of people ask, um, why would you sell such a beautiful home and downsize? And one woman even said your new house is a shithole. Why would you have, why did you do that? And, and we, I haven't really talked about it. I kind of gloss over it. I don't whatever, but the internet has changed. Um, I've stopped touring. I have taken, uh, I, I, you know, you don't, you, you mentioned it in your video and so I'll second it. We used to make an income off of making these sketch comedy videos and watching because there was some ad rev and things behind it. It's gone. Mm -hmm. That doesn't exist for us anymore. So forms of income that we used to have aren't there anymore. I have three teenagers, one who's going off to college. So it's going to be an expensive upcoming years. I mean, everything is expensive about parenting, but I just got the letter in the mail that I have to give uh, like five grand for his housing this, this year coming up. So there's all of these things. And so I did have a beautiful home. I had the home of what I would say was my dreams. Like I did things to that house, renovated that home for it to be exactly what I wanted 
and things changed and shifted in the internet, in our jobs, in the way we do things. And we had to make a decision. And that decision was we have to live. Uh, we don't, we don't, we can't afford it. Yeah. We have to downsize. We have to do this. This is, yeah. this is a choice that we had <clears throat> to make. Um, and, uh, with that being said, um, I, you know, I hustle, I work, my husband works, we've created businesses on the side so that if this all were to go away tomorrow, mm -hmm. we have outside businesses, the laundromat, the linen business, the pool company. I have another big thing that I'm getting ready to drop in the month of March that I hope is something that turns into something bigger than I could ever imagine. It will. But... I'm working. So when people are like, you missed a live today, Ugh, sorry. What, are, what are you doing? Why couldn't you be live today? And it's like, well, I was working and they're like, well, you don't really have a job. And it's like, mm -mm. I fold laundry with you on the internet every day because I love it. And it's, it's my, it's basically like one of my, one of my types of therapy because I love nothing more than sitting and chewing the fat and shooting shit with you guys. I really do. I love to fold my laundry on the internet, but I was working on three other businesses because I have to do those three businesses to be able to afford to sit for the hour and talk mm. to you on the internet. Yeah. And so there is a disconnect, I think, because people assume when they see you online at 1 PM folding your laundry, you don't have a job. Yeah. And so things have shifted and changed a lot. And so, you know, for those of you who have wondered why did they sell that, you know, pretty beautiful house they had and, and move into such a shithole, which I think is hilarious. Shithole. I think it's hilarious when people, because I'm like, there's absolutely nothing wrong with this house. Well, that's the kind of shit, Meredith. It's, it's a nice little house. It's, it's all one level. It takes me an hour and a half to clean versus Ugh. three hours from the other house. Um, it, no, I don't have a pool. No, I don't have any fancy shit in here, but I don't need fancy shit. The audacity, the audacity. That's what I'm saying. It's like such a turnoff to me now. Like I can't even. It's just, that's it. a small percent. So I like to view it as this tiny percent. The ones with the, with the massive huevos. Yeah. They're the ones that come into the email and say stupid shit like that or ask those questions. But so I just replied and I was like, Hey, Jessica, I had to sell my house because I needed to downsize because I have a kid going off to college. I don't make as much money as I used to. I'm floating three brick and mortar businesses. <laughs> Literally. And I'm exhausted because I work about a hundred hours a week. I never take a day off. And I'm so in love with my community that even though it doesn't make me money, I show up and go live five to six days a week to spend time with you guys. Yeah. So that. Yeah. I know it's only a small percent of people. I do, but that's enough for me to be like, literally F it. I'm not about to show up and have people talk shit about me and my family and my house and my situation and my physical appearance when I'm, there's no payoff. I, if I put a video out and people want to talk shit, that's fine. But you watch my video and get, gave me 10 cents, but now people are just talking shit to talk shit and I'm not receiving any benefit from it. 
Like I don't get paid from Instagram. I don't get paid from TikTok. I, any money that I do make on TikTok, I gift other creators because I've never taken a withdrawal from it. It's just like, I don't give a fuck anymore. I really don't. I really, and I can't pretend to, it's too painful to pretend to care. Like it's impossible. So, um, so that's, what's up. 2024 Tiffany might be living under a bridge. That's fine. I'm going to be, I'm going to be happy and I'm going to be genuine to myself. I'm going to be kind to myself. And that's what I think matters the most. I'm not going to get this. People are so damn brazen. Yeah. They are, but we're, we're going to put together, I'm going to find the best way for us to get back on the road once a month and hit a couple of cities in a weekend and do a podcast tour. I would love it. I would love it. Or a variety show, whatever we want to call it. A singing talent show. I don't know if it'll a dance off baton twirling dancing yeah. for sure. I'll listen. What's up? You tell me I will do it. I will do but it. But I am in the works with that. I did have an idea. Um, I did have an idea to um, hit up some of the clubs that <laughs> we have played in the, in Florida so Ooh. that it is minimum uh, travel expenses. Yes. So I did think like if we started this with a Florida run, we could hit four cities in a in a thir- in a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday weekend. Uh-huh. And we wouldn't have to fly. And we so could good. test it. So that's something that I've been I've been working on. It's 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 cooking. I appreciate and, it. I'm ready. And so um you know, that's something that's definitely cooking for the, for the second half of 2024. Okay. And you know, I haven't done brand deals like ever. Like I was working for the past few years. I've been working with Grove. That's it. But I haven't done any brand deals at all. And I'm like, damn, and people are still mad. Isn't that crazy? Well, that's the thing is, you know, you, you never did them. I've done them for a decade. People are always going to be mad. I need to. I'm just. People are always going to be mad, but I have to keep the lights on or I can't make any content. Exactly. So also, and you know me and the way I do brand deals, I take, and and this should be something that you should be doing. Things that you like and you reach out to them. Using and loving. And I reach out to them directly and say, Hey. Yes, you do. Do you want to work together? Cause I think your shit's bomb. Is that what you should say? Yeah, that was good. And that's what she really does. She will pursue it if she's already using it, for sure. Oh, like a hemorrhoid. And thus, I got Preparation H. Ta-da! Like a hemorrhoid. I am literally like a bulldog with a bone. Uh, (laughs) When I like something, I go after it and I go hard. That's what she said. Whoa, that was a lot of innuendos. Yeah, I'm just stringing it together. Oh, my gosh. Speaking of bones, Mm. I don't know if I want to tell this story. One of my kids has gotten in trouble for the second time in two weeks for making wiener jokes at school, dude. I I need to hear the joke. They're not jokes. He drew. Okay. Phil, Phil, cut that out. They're not jokes. Uh, This child drew a wiener on the class Frisbee. 
Oh. First of all, he denies it, but his teacher's so sure. But he's, I swear he's telling the truth. He said, Aiden did it. And I, oh, wait, cut that. Damn it. Phil. Sorry. I thought it was <laughs> such a common name. Sorry. Please cut that. He said, so-and-so did it. I promise, mom. I just wanted to show it to this other kid. And she caught me with it in my hand. And I was like, okay. But she's like, she wrote a note home. And then we got an actual like thing from the county, like a freaking report that was like, your child held a chicken bone in an inappropriate area and told his friend to look under the lunch table. So my ex-husband came over yesterday uh, for something else, but ended up, we ended up having a co-parent sit down, which was so nice. He killed it, by the way. I was very impressed with his parenting skills. He's like, listen, I want to be so honest with you. I don't give a shit about wiener jokes. I think they're funny, but other people don't. And that's what matters. Not everybody has the same sense of humor. Not everybody thinks it's funny. It's inappropriate. And it clearly offended somebody because they told on you. And so from now on, you know, you're not in trouble for what happened, but going forward, if I get another note from the school about wieners, there's going to be hell to pay. Don't do it anymore, man or woman, whoever you are, mm. whichever child, because we're not naming genders because I don't want to call any of my kids out. Do you think that would be bad if that got out this story? Should we just have Phil cut the whole thing? No, because it's so common and this is something that happens all the time and kids as they reach a certain age absolutely start to get curious uh, about boobies and wieners and butts and all sorts of things. Uh, nothing about what you said shocked me. I know. Okay. But, I just, but do you think it could embarrass him or? Get- I mean, I don't think he's at an age yet where uh, come high school, you're telling this and somebody's mom or s- somebody hears a podcast episode because that's happened to me. That's what I'm afraid of. But it's but that was with Matias being a sophomore in high school, um, not you know uh, in elementary school. I you think he's young enough now? It'll brush over by the time he's old enough. Oh, for sure. Plus, yeah. I don't. It's hilarious. I don't think there's anything about that that was so outlandish. Who didn't draw dicks on shit when they were in school? Like everybody drew a dick on something. I know. I know. I couldn't believe it. And his dad is sitting there. I've never had a parent child conference like yesterday where I had to keep turning my head to (laughs) hide my laugh because his dad's just trying to be so serious. And he's like, Hey man, listen, you got to cut it with the wiener shit. All right. You can't be dangling (laughs) bones around. And like, I fucking was dying and like I knew Drew was trying not to laugh. And so it made it so much funnier. I mean, every kid takes a pool noodle and shoves it between their legs and they're like, look at my wiener. Like, like I taught my kids one time, they were all swimming. They were little. So elementary ish age and yeah, maybe all elementary and uh, I'm talking little K through five. All the kids are out there. I see Brian and Matias. Brian has his swim trunks around his ankle. He has spread his cheeks and okay, he's Ma- screaming at Matias to look at his butthole. And Matias turns and he's deadlocked with the starfish, right? And I'm Listen. screaming, 
stop showing your butthole to your brother. Like that's stuff that they do. I don't know why, but. I feel like that should be cut probably. Why? You're going to tell me that no other kid has shown their butthole to their brother. I'm not going to tell you that, but I am going to tell you that if Brian walks down the hallway and is like, hey, starfish butt, heard you wanted your brother to look at your butthole, you little gaper. Like, I feel like that's what kids would say. Listen, it is really not that uncommon. I know. I I'm just so paranoid. A, I literally made a meme once that was like Kevin Hart, where he does that like side eye thing with the microphone where he's on stage. And, and the quote was, stop showing your butthole to your brother. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it was something they did all the time. And I would like come around a corner and like somebody was showing a butthole and I'm like, put it away, put away the butthole. Friggin' kids, man. They're obsessed with wieners and boobs and buttholes. That's just, and I don't think for men that changes. No, no, You know, I, they might grow up and get older, but I think they're still pretty much obsessed with wieners, buttholes and boobs. Yeah. And not only that, kids these days, they call it. Butts, yachts. What? Yacht. Yacht, like a boat? G-Y-A-T or something. Yacht. Yacht? Yeah, like, look at that yacht. Yeah, and then. Yacht is a butt? Level three gat? <laughs> I thought it was a dump truck. Oh, God. I thought it was also cake. Yeah, that I don't think they do that anymore. They don't. Okay, so Kate. yeah, so it's D's nuts. Oh my god, sixty nine and yeah, that's all they say. All and balls, balls, balls. Well, oh. balls is classic. Balls will never go out of style, right? I got yelled at like because my son on a live we were saying something about numbers and he's like sixty nine, <laughs> and I'm like, Haha, stop. And then two days later on a completely separate live, some lady was like, why does your child know what 69 is? I'm like, have you ever met a nine-year-old boy? Have you, have you, okay, do you follow Tom Segura? Do you watch his comedy, his stand-ups? His name sounds so familiar. Oh my God, how are you not, first of all, okay. Is he the he, bear cave? Yeah, Bear Cave Podcast. Yeah, 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 so yeah. Him yeah. and Bert. Him and Bert are their best friends, right? Yes, yes, so yes. Tom Segura, I have, t- I am so fucking pumped. I have tickets to his show in March. Oh, I'm happy for you. And I love him. I have followed him for years. He is filthy. He is raunchy. He is disgusting. And he is one of the best storytellers out there when it comes to stand-up comedy. This is not a clean show. This is not something you sit and watch with your kid, although I am taking my son to his show. <laughs> but my Matias. son, yeah, my son is uh, is going to be 18 next month, so calm the fuck down. So <laughs> anyway, um, he t- he has this entire bit about when he was a kid and his favorite number and favorite thing to say was 69. And he's our age, well, my age, not your age. He's a little bit older than you, my age. And so it completely rela- relates, right? Like b- even back then, every boy's favorite thing was to say 69. He's like, my basketball jersey, 69. Like he just, so you have to go watch some of his stuff because he has some great ones. Sledgehammer is a great stand-up. Ball hog is a great stand Like he has years and years and years of just really good uh, quality stand-up. And he does this full one that is about 69 and it's hilarious so i'll check it out 
That's a good one. That's Friggin a good kids, one. man. Yeah, and here's the thing. He goes, <laughs> I'm never mind. I'm not going to tell you because you really should watch it. All right, I will. I'll watch that. I'll watch 72 hours of Love is Blind. Okay, first of all, right now, if you get to it before next week, it's only nine hours. It's nine I'll do episodes. It. Do it. I, I got to paint stars on my ceiling, so I'll watch it while I finish that. Yeah, it is it is by far the cringiest of all the seasons. Ugh. Okay. Matias at one point goes, I can't watch this because I'm so embarrassed for her that it hurts my heart. And I was like, you're such a good person. Now turn and watch the TV. I feel bad for her because I think people are, this is what I'm talking about. People are such dicks and they just perpetuate stuff and they hop on trains just to be funny and be relevant. But like, to me, she doesn't look that far off and I could see the resemblance and it was just a casual. Yeah, I'm not even talking about that. I'm okay. saying like, okay. there okay. are literally so many things in this Other than that? Love is so many things. All right, I'm going to watch it. So many things. And it's just it. crazy. And, you know, love is not blind. Love is not deaf. Love is, <laughs> love is, love is none of those things because you... It's just crazy. I think that what they should do moving forward, and I would 100% go on Love is Blind and be, they should have couples who have been married like 10 years, 20 years, 30 years, 40 years, and they should make, a, they should make these married couples go on to these stupid fucking contestants that are going on to the show who think they know everything about what marriage is going to be like. And we should go in, and when they say something really stupid, we should be allowed to pop on camera and be like, you're so dumb. You're dumb as fuck. That's so – I have to watch it because I don't know what you're talking about. And then explain to them why they're so dumb. Because they say stupid shit like, oh, my gosh, I am so in love with him. I know it's been three days, but – I just know that there will never be anything that could that we could ever fight about that would ever tear us apart because our bond is so strong. (laughs) You're the dumbest fucking person I've ever met in my life that you would say that because you know nothing. Yeah, and you know what? It's cute, and like, don't get me wrong, I've had those feelings before. Obviously, I got knocked up after knowing a dude for five minutes. But that's the thing is I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Here's the thing. I was wrong. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, it's just so funny because you watch these shows. I think that's what I love about like Married at First Sight and 90 Day Fiance is like there's such a – how do you say it? How do you say the word? Not na, 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 Are you good? Hold on. Na, na, where you're naive. How do you say it? Na, Nativity? Yeah, that. There's so much of that. Painful. That you, shut up. That you watch these people and you're just like, there's no way you're that dumb. There's Wait, no way you think this is real. I don't even know if the word I said was right, by the way. <laughs> like, it's where, it's where you, n- n- Naivete? No. Naivete? Stop starting the. Where you're naive to the umpteenth extent. Yeah. That's what I meant. Naivete. Naivete. Nativity. 
All right. Anyway, join us next week for another okay. episode. So anyway, Grenade. Damn. Damn. How'd that yeah. full circle, bitch? You got me there. <laughs> that's, that's embarrassing for me. Throw another grenade. I'm going <laughs> to you up. Oh, it was Gurnade. 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 I'm sorry. It was Gurnade. Oh, I didn't even question it. Yeah, we didn't because it was so bad. Yeah, mine wasn't even. Let me find out it's the audience giving you this ammo to use against me. Did the audience remind you? Is that how no, you No, I can't even see comments. Oh, okay. So nice try, bitch. All right, mm-hmm. join us for another episode of Take It. Or Leave It. An advice, fuck you, Meredith, ish podcast <laughs> with two struggling mobs <laughs> who have no idea what we're doing. And we will see you guys next week. Probably. Probably. Bye. Bye, guys. <laughs>